You're listening to Business Stories with Ryan Arcarachi, where I speak to business professionals from all walks of life. Thanks for listening, and let's get to it. Hey, it's Ryan. We're back with another episode. I believe this is episode 60, and I'm excited about this one because I am a fan of um, martial arts, and I think martial arts has a place in the business world. And my guest today is Joe Bacani, who is a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So we're going to talk specifically about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Joe, thanks for being here. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited about this one. So to someone who's listening, who doesn't know a lot about martial arts and the different styles, specifically about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, how do you describe it? Uh, Submission grappling. Um, if anyone wrestled before, probably that's going to be the closest thing. If you don't know anything about martial arts, um, wrestling, takedowns, um, submission, grappling, controlling your opponent on the bottom kind of thing like that. Okay. Okay. And how did you like explain your journey and like, how did you get into it? You've been doing it a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Fall into that. Uh, I've been doing it for about 15 years. Uh, I think I started like in 2007, 2008. Um, I've been in martial arts for a very long time, ever, ever since I was a little kid. I started with Kempo. Uh, I did that till, uh, till about maybe 18, 19. Then I took a little break because of my family. And then um, decided to go back because my wife, Ruthie, was uh, working at a gym, at a Taibo school gym. And they had like a kickboxing class there. So I went yeah. to try that out. And then they had a program there. Uh, they were just bringing in a program, a uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu program there. So I was like one of the first guys to actually joined up. And um, what got me was, uh, was this, this, this young person. Um, at the time, I was like maybe 30 at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, this really young person, maybe 19, 20 years old, just came right from Brazil, 120 pounds, 125 pounds max, when yeah. he was just, you know, not competing. And he tapped all of us out. He was controlling all of us from the bottom. And I'm like 250 pounds. I I beat him. Yeah. Almost double his weight kind of thing. So, and he was controlling me. And as soon as he did that, I, that, at that point right there, I had to learn the sport. I had to learn this art. Wow. Wow. That, that says a lot because someone who's smaller against someone who's bigger. And I think that's what makes Brazilian jiu-jitsu so interesting is that it's not always about the size. I think it's about the flexibility, the control and the technique, right? Correct. The technique and the leverage and knowing how to use your leverage against your opponent. Um, when, when two people are standing, um, I feel that, you know, the, the bigger person, the, the person at the longer reach um, has an advantage, but when you, when you actually go down to the floor, that playing field kind of evens out if right. the person has jujitsu. Right. Right. So I want to talk about how it's, it's really analogous to business because, you know, obviously I'm not, I'm not talking about people wrestling and like people aren't physically wrestling each other in businesses. I mean, maybe some businesses, like if you're a bodyguard or something, but I'm saying like, right. You know, in in everyday life, the mental side of martial arts, which I think is really important for people of all ages to realize the benefits from like, what do you feel like, what do you, you've been doing it a while. You've had a lot of experience. Um, what do you think you've benefited from on the mental side? Uh, from the mental side, just being humble. Um, you know, uh, like I said, my instructor at the time, you know, half my weight tapping me out. That may be humble. Um, respect. 
respecting uh, my my training partners, okay. uh, being humble kind of thing, and also learning on when how to attack at, at certain moments, and that kind of that kind of um, that kind of relates to the business side um, of things. You have to be able to be humble. You have to be able to be a team player. You have to be able to work with other people. But at the same time, you need to be able to um, take initiative and um, take control of whatever project that you're working on. Do you have any specific stories of situations where it was a particularly hard training day or situation you've been in where, I mean, obviously you've been doing it a while. You've probably seen your ups and downs and you've had your challenges. So do you have anything you can look back on and say, wow, I, that was tough, but I got through it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I was uh, probably competing for, um, uh, it was uh, master worlds, uh, 2016. Um, I was, I, I'm not a big competitor. Um, and I just decided let's just, you know, let's just do a tournament in Las Vegas. Yeah. So I was preparing for that tournament and that was probably one of the most grueling, um, you know, process that I was, that, that I ever took on. Cause, um, not only have to work my full-time job, but I actually have to dedicate myself on, uh, you know, training almost every day for this level of competition. Um, and these guys that, that do these type of tournaments, they take this tournament very seriously. Yeah. Um, so I had to, uh, you know, I had to do comp rounds and comp rounds is basically where, you know, two guys start um, standing up and then we're attacking each other, just like if it was just a, like a full-on tournament it was a grueling process um not only had to work um full-time um i had to uh, dedicate myself to um training um pretty much every day for like three months straight uh for for this tournament um the the grueling process of um you know competition rounds uh we're just not just we're just not we're just not rolling lightly we're actually you know attacking each other at 100 percent like if we're trying to win uh that round kind of thing so uh, it, it was a different, it was, it was a different type of training. Um, yeah. it, it was basically competition rounds and, um, that was pretty, it, it was pretty, uh, it was pretty intense. Um, a lot of wear and tear on my body. Cause at the yeah. time I was maybe, you know, like maybe early forties at the time. Yeah. So yeah, it, it was pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That was probably the toughest time I've, I've had, um, uh, training wise. And for people that know, don't know what what they mean by rolling, so that's basically where you're you're grappling, you're on the ground, and you're trying to get in a, to an advantageous point with your opponent, right? You're trying to to get a lock or a hold or, or a choke or something, right? Right, right, exactly. You're um, you're you're. It's almost a rolling is 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 what we call sparring. If if you know if we're if boxers were um, gonna fight each other, they actually call it sparring. Uh, same thing in martial arts, like taekwondo or karate or whatever they they would spar our version right. of sparring is, is called rolling yeah kind of explain like and you probably know this feeling of when you're when you're in that mode and um you know it's very intense like how do you manage your mental state in that sort of a, a situation because i know it's it's not as stressful as a real life you know obviously a real life self-defense scenario but but it is still intense because it's training. So what, what do you do to, to manage your focus and keep calm in that sort of uh, situation? Um, you know, in the beginning, it was, it was very hard, you know, when I first started doing it and that's with, with, with everything. Um, 
And the reason why you train so much is so you could feel comfortable in uncomfortable situations. So um, at this point, maybe, you know, 15 years later, um, I could have pretty much anyone attacking me uh, in jujitsu, not in real life, of course, because real life would be a totally different scenario, just like you said. But during the training session, anyone could attack me and put me in any position, whether they're directly on top of me, all their weight, doesn't matter. I would actually feel comfortable because I've been doing it for so long. Um, And I think it's just being repetitious, uh, doing this all the time. Um, You know, you just, you just get accustomed to the training and and the way that, that, the way that it is. And your body gets accustomed to it too, because uh, say like if I, if I took a break for like a month, my body would actually regress back. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after a while, uh, say like if I, if I do start training like a month later and I go back in, I'll find like, you know, after that first training session, after a month, I'll have bruises all over my body because my body regressed back. But then it takes it takes a couple of weeks to get back, and then yeah. you, my body will get used to it again. And I think what you said was interesting because you talk about being uncomfortable, right? So I think in in the business world, it's every entrepreneur feels some level of discomfort, right? Whether it's at the beginning or in the middle or or whatever you're doing, there's always some level of I'm not sure I can do this. I'm not comfortable doing this, but you have to figure out a way to be comfortable within it. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would yeah. think so. Yeah. Because yeah. whenever I get like in like certain projects and I have to actually present projects to like a group of people, um, I'm a natural introvert myself. So I'm not, uh, I'm not, uh, I don't do well in, in, in a public forum like that. So I kind of have to look at it almost like jujitsu. I kind of have to like break it down um, step by step to really know what I'm trying to present and break it down to, um, to, to the audience basically. So I just have to kind of like, you know, look at the project and um, it, it is very uncomfortable for me to, to be in a public setting like that, but just, just after doing jujitsu, uh, throughout the years kind of thing it i kind of look at it like it's something i actually have to do um and i have to get through it Uh, and that kind of helps me get through the project right so what like what's your advice to somebody you know there's people who could be listening to this of all different age groups and obviously you know certain martial arts you can't do when you're when you're older Um, i mean you can but you're limited because of your you know your age or your body or whatever so let's say someone's listening to this and they're interested in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, maybe not to be competitive, maybe just for the flexibility, the strength training. Like, do you think that the people that are maybe older or have no experience in martial arts, but they're interested in the exercise and the, in the fitness side of it, do you think there's room for someone like that? And how would you like approach teaching them? Oh, Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I feel that, um, uh, jiu-jitsu is 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 for pretty much everybody um all age types all you know male female um you know uh, whether you're you know five years old to 60 years old kind of thing it's it's available for everybody um i i really suggest uh definitely watching a class first just to make sure it's something that you're interested in and then if it does interest you, um, you should be able to go to that instructor and then ask him questions, you know, uh, whether, uh, you know, what you're uncomfortable with, um, 
mainly what I've seen because I, I do own my own school. What I've seen is that the, um, the actual rolling part, the sparring part is what people are kind of worried the most. So I tell them, I tell you what, let's have you just do the warm-up portion um, of, of class. I'll let you do the technique portion of the class. And during the sparring session, uh, go ahead and set out for maybe one week, maybe two weeks or whenever they feel comfortable. Yeah. And then slowly I'll put them in that situation. Maybe I'll pair them up with, um, with a person who's, who has a lot of experience. So they'll do what's called what we call like a flow roll, where they don't go 100%, um, you know, uh, sparring each other at 100%. Uh, that advanced belt will help that new person, you know, uh, like with transitions and explain the different moves and uh, the different uh, positions in jiu-jitsu. So that right there, it'll help build their confidence uh, in that. And then eventually they'll start rolling on their own. I mean, can you think of any time in your life where, where things were particularly stressful and you felt like some of the things you've learned in jujitsu have helped you get through it in particular, just like, you know, maybe it's work or just life in general, stressful day at work or something. Can you think of any time like that? Yeah, I used to do, um, cause I, I work for a, um, I currently work for a, uh, HR, um, the payroll, uh, company and HR right. payroll company. Yeah. And uh, we do these huge uh, conventions every year for our clients. And yeah. um, they send me out to do all the IT stuff. Yeah. Um, and then we have, you know, we have like a short amount of days, maybe one or two days to actually set up this whole environment for these thousands of people that's going to be going to this, to this convention center. Right. Um, so that is pretty stressful. And, you know, same thing with, you know, just the way I, uh, with martial arts, I just have to, I have to look at it. I have to look at it. I have to analyze the situation um, that I'm in. And then I actually have to, you know, kind of like say, okay, I have to basically break it down to what is most important, right? What yeah. need, what job needs to get done first. And that's what I attack first. And then kind of like um, organize it that right. way. Same thing when you're rolling, you know, you have to see what that, what the, um, what the situation is. Is this person trying to um, pass my legs? Is he trying to get me like in a, like a, you know, some kind of a submission? Um, and I actually have to, I have to, um, I have to solve that issue first before I move on to the next step, which right. is trying to get on top kind of thing. Right. 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 And I think it's interesting because you're always, it's almost like a physical chess match. And what's interesting about Brazilian jiu-jitsu is that it's literally every part of your body. So if you want like a full, really serious full body workout, I mean, your jiu-jitsu is, is hips, legs, you know, chest, shoulders, neck. I think there's, would you agree that there's really like almost no part of your body you don't use when you're, when think, you're grappling? Yeah, I think you use every, every single part of your body, every yeah. single part of your body that you're using. Right. Yeah. It's, it's actually fun because, um, you know, 15 years later, um, with jujitsu, it's, it's always evolving. You don't have the same techniques as you do. I mean, you have all the basic core techniques that you have, you know, when you first learn jujitsu, but, uh, jujitsu is always evolving. So there's always new techniques to learn. Um, just doing like an, a normal arm bar, 
right? From like, you know, from your back. Yeah. There's like a there's like a dozen different ways to get to that to that position. Right. And there may be other ways to get to that position yeah. um, kind of thing. So, you know, you know, uh, you just kind of have to find the way that works for you. Uh, right. Not one way is right and not one way is wrong. You just kind of have to you have to find the way that it works for you because of, you know, different body styles. Right. I'm a bigger guy yep. and another person might be a smaller guy. So one technique might work for them rather than the way that I show it. Right. And what's interesting too is, you know, if you're grappling with someone who's bigger and you're smaller, they're trying to get them into like a, a lock or a choke or something can be more difficult if they're, they just have more weight, right. Or they're a bit stronger or their body is just, you know, differently. It's just different. Right. So it's harder it's weird because with that, with this martial art, there's like all these nuances with when you're grappling, how you approach somebody, because they are different. Everybody's different. Everybody's shaped differently. Everybody's, you know, their bodies are different. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you would, you know, you, there's, there's, you know, say like if you have a smaller stature person, um, certain techniques are not going to work with a bigger person. So they have to kind of look, they kind of have to work around it. Right. Um, and that's just with the overall experience, right? You just have to roll with all these different people. Yeah. You have to roll. You, you just have to keep on trying with different people, different sizes. And um, that's kind of like the good thing of, of what we have, what we got going on. Um, the ability to train at other, our, our affiliates. We have affiliate, affiliated gyms yeah. um, that we could train to, uh, train with. And you get like, you know, hundreds of different people that you can actually train with, which right. is, which is really nice. Yeah. So let's talk about your school. Like where, where is it? And like, what would you say? There's a lot of, I mean, the, the Gracie Academy and all these other places, there's a lot of, there's been a lot of popularity around Brazilian jiu-jitsu over the last, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years or so. So more longer than that, I think. But what do you think separates, like, tell us about your school. What do you think separates you from the others? And how are you unique? Would you say? Um, yeah, so my school is uh, Rooted Jiu-Jitsu. Um, it's located in Benicia, California. Mm-hmm. Um, we are a part of the Saber Jiu-Jitsu Affiliation. So um, we're, uh, we have like six other gyms that we could actually train at, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think, uh, I think what sets us apart, because I've been training at other places. Um, I, I trained at other places before. And, you know, without mentioning any names, you know, of the schools or, you know, or anything like that, I think, I think the biggest thing, um, what kind of sets us apart is that we really, we truly have like a family connection. Um, it's not just about being the best. It's about helping each other um, grow uh, as a team kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that separates us apart from other schools because we have that family connection. Right. And I think that's kind of the same thing with business, right? You have to grow together. 